0: Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I've created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey. We need to wake up. We have one life and it matters. This podcast is for anyone who senses that life is meant to be more than the one you are living today. You want to be happy. You just want peace. You want something different. You're desperate for a change. But how? If this is you, then you are in the right place. Each week, I'll provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go.
1: Hello, everyone. You are listening to Wake Up Your Life Is Calling, and this is episode number six. It's so good to be back with you again this week, and I thank you very much for being here. This week, we are diving into feelings again. Now, you might wonder why we talk about this so much, and I promise you that there will be so many other topics, but honestly, feelings are foundation. They are so important. How you feel in any given moment is the fuel that is driving all of your actions, both the actions that you take and the actions that you don't take. Have you ever made plans for the weekend and then the weekend rolls around and you want nothing more than to ditch your plans and lay around on the couch, eating bonbons, in your pajamas, binging trash TV all day and all night? This happens to me all of the time. I will be invited to something early in the week and I'm eager for the weekend and I'm excited to make plans and think about getting out of the house and being social and by the time the weekend rolls around, I am feeling tired and haggard and sometimes just emotionally drained and all I can do is fantasize about how do I get out of these plans that I've made. So see how that works. When I make the plans, I feel one way and that leads me to take certain actions. And then when the day comes, I feel another way. And that feeling leads me to want to take different actions. Feelings are the fuel for your life every single action that you take or that you don't take is driven by how you are feeling or how you want to feel or sometimes how you want to avoid feeling. Since your actions are what create your results and your experience, learning how to manage your emotions is pretty important if you want to create a life that you love. I remember a couple of years ago I was lamenting to my coach that I had 3 big goals for the upcoming year that I wanted to focus on and I was frustrated because I knew I didn't have the capacity to focus on all 3 of those things and I really just needed to constrain and and pick one thing to start but they all felt so important to me. And she said something that was so profound. She said practice feeling your feelings, and the rest will take care of itself. And honestly, that seemed kind of ridiculous to me. It seemed really far fetched. I mean, for one thing, I thought I was already feeling my feelings. I mean, I'm a life coach for Pete's sake. And two, it can't be that simple. Now my coach is amazing and I trust her immensely and she has never steered me wrong. So I decided to give it a go. I began doing exactly what I now advise my clients to do on a regular basis. I started setting an alarm that would go off just a couple of times in the day and I would just check in with myself and see what I was feeling. And I would go through the process that I outlined in episode two masterclass on feeling your feelings, go back and listen if you haven't. And what I learned from doing that was very surprising. Now, I would consider myself to be a pretty high vibe, positive person. But when I started regularly checking in with myself, I noticed that I was feeling negative emotions. Um, A lot of the time, a fair amount of the time, I was feeling restless, I was feeling frustrated, loneliness was a big one, anxiety, stress, overwhelm, just to name a few. I had been completely blind to this. I didn't want to feel those things. So I would just stuff them down and just look for ways to make myself feel better. Now, for me, food has always been a source of comfort. So I would often find myself getting a coffee or a Diet Coke in the morning, or I would treat myself to something at lunch or at night. Maybe, you know, when the kids were in bed, I'd sit down in front of the TV with a bowl of ice cream and that all felt like comfort. So it was no wonder that one of the things I wanted to focus on was weight loss, right? (laughs) Of course it was. Another way that I would often try to make myself feel better is that I would just scroll mindlessly on social media. And like I said, often I was feeling lonely, so wasn't, you know, reaching out on social media wasn't this a way to feel more connected? Well, turns out nope. That only led me to feeling more alone. Sometimes I'd go shopping because surely new clothes or shoes would make me feel amazing, right? Well, all of these things would make me feel better temporarily, but they weren't addressing the root cause. And using these quick fixes was ultimately only pulling me further away from what I wanted most. So what I want you to hear today, friend, is that life is 50-50, Now, what I mean by that is that all of us as part of the human experience will feel great and happy and light about half the time and will feel terrible the other half. The contrast is essential and it is normal. Even if your life was picture perfect, you would still experience negative emotions about half the time. Because that's just the way of it. Welcome to the human experience. Now, it often doesn't feel normal because we live in this age of curated social media feeds where everyone looks like they are amazing each and every day. We consume image after curated, edited image, and we feel like everyone has it better than we do. And something must be wrong with me. But the truth is that there is no escaping negative emotion for any of us. If we never felt pain, how would we know joy? If we never knew sadness How would we know what it feels like to be elated and on top of the world with happiness? Negative emotion can even be useful. Now hear me out on this for any negative emotion. I agree. You don't want to build a house and live there. You want to move through it. Of course, but as you move through it, there are definite benefits and advantages to feeling the negative emotion. So for example, fear, this is a big one, right? Everyone feels fear, although none of us would probably choose to feel it if we could help it. But fear inspires courage and bravery. Courage and bravery are touted as positive emotions, but if you think about it, they often don't feel positive in the moment. Right up until the minute you are courageous or brave, you are probably feeling the fear. And fear feels terrible. Uncertainty is another one. We all live with uncertainty all day, every day, whether or not we want to admit it or acknowledge it. And uncertainty inspires faith and hope. And it gives us an opportunity to practice believing for the best. Determination. Now, this has a positive sound to it, right? But the truth is that determination feels terrible in the moment because you don't yet have what it is you want or what it is you're working for. But feeling determined or feeling determination inspires you to work hard and persevere. And it gives you the opportunity to practice the skill of delayed gratification. And the last one that I'll mention is acceptance. This is a hard one. Acceptance is accepting Circumstances, accepting people and things for exactly as they are. And this very often can be a painful process, but it ultimately is the path to peace. I wonder what examples you might add to this list. I remember when I was newly divorced and parenting solo. I would look so forward to the weekends when my kids were visiting their dad. Now, I know a lot of people, and maybe even you, would judge me for admitting that, but you guys, parenting is hard, and I really needed that break for four nights a month. And there was one month, for some reason or another, that my ex wasn't able to take the kids for his weekend, and I was so mad about it I was just feeling squirrely and just like I needed the time and so I just ended up feeling resentful of missing out on my time for you know another two weeks on top of feeling angry and resentful I also was rocked with guilt because I felt that way so I felt bad about the circumstance but then I felt bad because I felt bad right Until I realized that, you know, it's pretty normal for moms to need some time away from their kids. And when moms get time away from their kids, they're able to refresh and recharge so that they can get back together with their kids and be more engaged and more present. So the fact that I looked forward to this time away from my kids didn't make me a bad mom. The time away from my kids ultimately made me a better mom. So the fact that I was feeling that anger and resentment for missing out on my time, it wasn't really a problem. In fact, it was probably pretty normal. And just realizing that made me feel so much better. Life is and will always be 50/50. Your negative emotions are not a problem to be solved. They're just feedback. They are normal. And when you notice yourself feeling bad, whether it is for an hour or for a day or for a season, just remind yourself, oh, this is the part where I feel bad. No big deal. It's normal. This will pass and use it as an opportunity to tune into your body and to your heart, and to ask yourself, what do I need? And since the first response will likely be a temporary fix, please ask yourself again, what do I truly need? And what is one small step that I can take in that direction? That is what I have for you today, my friends. I hope it was helpful. Wishing you a beautiful week and I will see you again soon.